Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and my right ball hangs lower than my left. I'm Ben, and my balls are blocked. <laughs> that's a that's a statement to start off the show. Uh, welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks, where you get to hear about the host balls in great detail uh, at the very beginning. Nowhere else, not even a uh, coaster radio. Oh, coaster radio is not giving you ball detail like we've got right here. I dare say, ride this one won't even yeah. give you ball detail like we have given you in the first seconds of the show we're just now but a minute and 10 seconds in so you've got ball content if you were looking for ball content you found it now if you were looking for roller coaster content you're gonna have to wait till Till we naturally and organically arrive there from balls. Wouldn't it be great if we had like a Harry's razor ad to just throw in right there? Uh, you know, you you kind of set it head on. I was just dancing around it. <laughs> or um, sponsor one of those, us. Or one of Manscaped. those other. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the tools that's named after a piece of uh, gardening equipment. Just so we don't give the name out. Yeah, any any of those companies, if they want to sponsor us, go ahead. We can hawk um, all razors. See, that's like a good demographic. Like, imagine you know, a, a bo- like a dick pill and a. Why don't we just partner with our own brand to make your favorite coaster sucks? ball razor <laughs> things that logo should not be on <laughs> I can dude, think of like five other bad ones too but like dude the day we can successfully manufacture a your favorite coaster sucks condom I know we've made it <laughs> you know what I, I bet there's a service out there that will do custom uh labels so well we're fucking up a golden opportunity because uh plug plug motherfuckers we're having a big ass meetup at dollywood in just a couple weeks that's gonna be on sunday november 13th we are gonna be meeting up at dollywood and if you're in the area we'll also be there on saturday november 12th We'll be uh, hitting a bunch of area attractions, and on Sunday we're doing Dollywood. Come out, meet us up. We'll be in a cabin doing a live podcast on Saturday night. If you're cool, we'll give you some deets on how to get there to see the show for yourself. If not, you'll just have to listen after we've edited out all the craziness. Which is, uh, yeah, that uh, that's going to be a huge bitch to edit yeah so ben you're tagging in for editing on that one right i i mean i thought we were gonna just release the (laughs) fine (laughs) see that's that's why we have uh unceremonious breaks well i feel like um are we gonna have our own version and then ride this one will have their own that might be a a good release strategy. So we both can get some listens, some plays. (laughs) It would be interesting to see like which podcast edits out, which parts. I'm going to warn you now. I'm not going to edit shit. No, I think it'd be fine. Um, I think we should both release the same audio on our feeds, but. We well, should both make separate intros. There's got to gotta, it. Yeah, and we can make like a bingo card for what'll happen during it. 
Well, to that, I will start my drinking. Clink, clink. I'm drinking Kirkland brand scotch. And it tastes like Kirkland brand scotch. No shit. I, uh, what am I drinking? Tin cup whiskey. It's fine. Yeah, Kirkland brand scotch is basically like J&B, but the bottle got left open for 15 years. Their stuff isn't bad. What I find funny, though, is that they sell... Um, I was literally just there last night. I was in a Costco that had the like the middle liquor section. And uh, they, have, they have a lock case of three and $20,000 whiskeys. $20,000 whiskeys. Okay, maybe not twenty. At least one was three thousand. I don't know, five thousand, six thousand. It was, it was up there. But anyway, just like <laughs> imagine being the type of person that buys thousands of dollars of uh, for like a bottle of whiskey, but you're buying that at Costco. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I have the money to afford this, but I have to do it at Costco, otherwise I'm going to break the bank. Yeah, like. Because I also I need, like, a, a six-pack of tiramisu. Well, while I'm here getting this $20,000 whiskey, I might as well also pick up the $69 whiskey. <laughs> yeah, like the $9 bottles of wine. Yo, I found a fire-ass bottle of Pinot. Oh, wait. That was not at Costco. The one I got at Costco was okay. But it was $11 for Pinot Noir, so, you know. Everything at Costco is okay. It's fine. Like, that's just, it's kind of, um, like, I walked out of there spending 200 bucks, and I don't even know what I got. Like, I, it feels like nothing is improved in my kitchen. Seriously, dude. When my wife and I first got our membership there, we spent like in a fucking ungodly amount. And we were like, we have to do better when we go to Costco. And we went back the next time and we spent like slightly less than we did the first time. And it was like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, I get it. It's, it's just like some things I still get there. Like I, I don't know. Like I still get their, um, they still like five pound or five pound bags of Pete's coffee for like 13 bucks, which is fine. Like I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to be a coffee snob in the morning before work. So, um, things like dish soap, laundry detergent, cleaning products, paper towel, those things are fine. But anything else is just, I don't know. Like their food. Dude, how fucking old are we? Not that old. We're talking about buying goddamn groceries on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, It's related to coasters, I promise. I said we'd get there organically, but I just don't even see a way anymore. Except <laughs> I went to Costco. Uh, it's on the way to Six Flags for me. And I've been going to Six Flags. Got to get those visits in because there's no holiday in the park this year. And I'm going to use this fucking soapbox to complain about it. So fuck you, Six Flags. Bring back holiday in the park. Fuck you, Salim Basul. Uh, bring back Holiday in the Park. Wait, so does this mean that the there's no way to ride roller coasters in the winter? There wasn't before. I rode in 20... What year is that? 2019, the week of Christmas? Or right after Christmas? I rode, Yeah, uh, after the pandemic, they never had rides during the event anymore. Oh, uh, okay. And now the event's totally gone. Okay. That sucks. Yep. I I just remember that that like broke my brain. The, the thought of like, oh yeah, I have to, I flew in to see parents for Christmas and I was flying back to Seattle from O'Hare. And I was like, wait a minute. 
I can like go to Great America. Like Christmas is yesterday. I'm going to go ride roller coasters. It, it was really weird. It was cool though. Like I wish we had the opportunity. Yeah. Now, granted, uh, I won't be here for Christmas exactly, but like the whole season. Because <clears throat> they also slightly extended the season, but only by two weekends. So closing day now happens to fall on the day we're going to be at Dollywood for our meetup, which I know for one attendee has caused quite an issue. Yeah. Um, but I'm a little bummed I won't be there for closing day because I don't even go to opening day anymore. Remember, um, yeah, remember when that I, I can't remember what year it was, but the park closed on I think it was like November 2nd, and uh, how weird it felt. I don't know, closing in the Midwest, closing after Halloween, that was like the end, that was six months of nothing. Yeah, that's why I'm like really sad about missing closing day in a way. (laughs) Since there's no holiday in the park. I mean, yes, I'm glad I will be at a park on that day. And I'm super glad I'll be at our meetup. Which, holy shit, if you're not coming, then what the fuck is wrong with you? Come meet us in Tennessee. We're going to Dollywood, motherfuckers. But, um... Even if you have like a DU, like a Dewey or a DUI, get a buddy to drive you down. Yeah, DWI, DUI, no problem. Get your ass on down to Tennessee. Shit, I'm having a drink right now. Hire your 16 year old, uh, like family member to drive you down. I will say though, in all seriousness, really don't fucking drink and drive. You might get pulled over. A a close friend of mine recently got one. So shit. The jokes are fresh. So seriously, don't drink and drive and drink lots of water. Yeah. So apparently what what I'm learning is, uh, and this isn't like quote unquote friend. This is like actually a friend. Um, In fact, if you listen to two pot or uh, the last podcast, there was, it was happening live on the show. I, I, okay. Well, to be honest, I took some very careful liberties to edit out any references to that happening. Okay. okay. All right. Well, anyway, um, I'm but not going to suffice it to say somebody who is not you, but that, you know, yeah. And not saying that in like a quote unquote, like a literal. Anyway, Anyway, no. So in the state of Colorado, they take your license for 30 days. Um, like no matter what happens. So if you think about like, you know, you got to get a, like, if you have a job and suddenly you can't drive to your job for 30 days. Um, yeah, it's fucked. That sucks. So yeah, don't do it. Yeah, definitely don't drink and drive because even if, you know, whatever the worst case situation you can think of doesn't happen, you might still get rolled on and lose your fucking license for a period. And fuck that. That's why I drink at home. While recording the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> We're on a Zoom call, which I guess you know what? Let's throw in another plug. Uh Patreon. I want to shout out all of our uh current and past patrons. You know, I don't mean to keep the, the quiet part that quiet. I, I shout out all of our patrons who have ever contributed anything because uh y'all are awesome. Like our patrons are Fucking awesome. They're the reason we're throwing our meetup. We wouldn't have ever had the thought to get a cabin and throw like a cool party meetup without having, you know, 
people going, I like this show. Here's a buck or whatever. So shouts to all of our patrons. And I say that because we, as of recording, just finished one of our awesome monthly Patreon uh, calls, hangs that we do in the Discord, which join, join, another plug, sub plug. Join our Discord. The link is in the description. But every month we uh, get together and do a voice chat with all of our patrons on our Discord. And there's even a a patron-only area on our Discord, as well as so many other areas to chat about. To chat about. To go fucking post things in. Jesus Christ. I've had a few. Can you tell? Yeah, I know. Like to be to be honest with all of you that are listening to this, it is midnight thirty two where I am. Yeah, it's pretty late. We haven't done one of these since like uh, pre pandemic, probably. Yeah, I don't think we've done a late night recording since yeah the the real early days. And you know what? We didn't bring it up a whole ton on the show, but uh, I'll give us a quick pat on the back. We uh, had our third anniversary recently. So, all right. Three years of doing podcasts. <clears throat> and you know what? I'll, I'll get another sub plug in for our Patreon. Um, we actually recorded one last week. I didn't really like how it turned out, but Ben thought it was fine. So we're going to leave it up to our patrons to decide how they liked it. And we'll post it there. (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't think it was that bad. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. We covered um, interesting topics. We covered some stuff, but like, I just wasn't, I wasn't great with how I did. You know, expose me here on the show, but yeah, I wasn't, I didn't feel great about my performance, Ben. It's not a reflection of you. Well, um, if your experience performance has issues, um, buy our dick pill. Well, look, I didn't take a Cialis. I'm sorry, a Kirkland brand Cialis. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of it being like the blue triangle pill, it's just like a... It's like a it's like a beige octagon that has a C on it. It's like a it's like a sketchy nineties. No, it's a K for Kirkland. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's put it's just repackaged in like a really sketchy like nineties ecstasy press pill that has like little designs on it. There is no special K in LA. All right, quick jizz break there for you. Um, that's a deep cut. I wonder how many people are actually going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, probably not many. I've just, I've always exposed people to that though. That's a great, uh, that's a great channel. I remember the first time I ever watched that I was with Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) It was, um, yeah, it was like my first semester of undergrad, and we were sitting in her living room. It's funny like, you bring her up because we were talking about like emo and pop punk music on our yeah. Zoom, our uh, Patreon hang, and like at one point I had music running in my headphones, and AFI's Miss Murder came on, and I remember <laughs> that song was like her ringback song. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd like go to call her and it would play that while it was ringing. Oh my God. Ringbacks. Who, who did we know personally who had one? Was it Applebee's? Well, yeah. Who I'm sure would not be happy with us using her real name on this show. <laughs> um, didn't, uh, our buddy have one. I think he'd be okay, but let's not. And maybe. I also remember um, Homegirl from uh, Newburgh. Oh yeah, 
I thought she, I think she had one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which. Um, yeah, so the ringbacks, which I'm sure a lot of people don't even. I all I have to even, say on that is, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say there, there, there might be a demographic of who doesn't know what the ringbacks are. Basically, you like would. Um, was it like a TV ad? You would call a number. And then your cell phone company would bill you like five ninety nine or whatever, and you'd get a song for like a year. Probably it was basically all that it was is when you'd call someone, it would play a song instead of going. Yeah, it'd be like connecting your call, and then whatever song intergalactic planetary or whatever. <laughs> They should bring those back. <laughs> <laughs> that is exclusively what businesses should use for their call centers. <laughs> yeah. How is that? How is that music like um, mediocre quality? And when you're on a hold, like a hold line and they're always playing music, it's like really shitty quality. It's almost as bad as, um, that Republica song playing in the dragster speakers in the station. Those like 15 year old crusty ass speakers that have like bird shit all over them. But to be fair, there's like two Muzak songs that are fucking bangers. Muzak. It's that company that made all that music. Okay. What are they up to? They still make um, what's usually described. Well, before it was called Muzak, like they made it, you know, a corporate identity for a verb like Google. Um, It was like elevator music, you know. But I think also there's like companies that like, Well, just like have there's like companies that have hold music Mm -hmm. that's licensed because I watched a video of a guy DJing hold music in England on YouTube and I was expecting it to be not what it was because he basically played like a bunch of 80s pop because he called like the top 10 companies in England or whatever, and like asked to be placed on hold. And he made his playlist based off of that. And so like, it was all like eighties pop and shit. And I was like, not expecting that. I was expecting some of that like music, you know, none of that shit. I'm like, how the fuck in England, do they get Mr. Brightside on hold? And I know that's not an 80s song, but how do you get the killers, Mr. Brightside, when you're waiting on hold to speak with somebody at like fucking Netflix or whatever? Can we have this in America? That's <laughs> God damn it. Roller coasters. <laughs> um, yeah. So dragster or um, 10 years ago, you know how when people were speculating on new rides, and if you wanted to gaslight somebody and be like, yeah, I bet it's that um, wooden Giga stand-up 40 Togo. Project Tumbleweed. Yeah. Well, so right after that, you could probably follow it up with like a Strata Zamperla. And um, there's speculation that that might be actually true. Drexler might become a Zamperla. That's based off of a theory from one of our listeners and shouts to metal Mikey, by the way, or metal Mike, um, who thinks that it's possible that the dragster track, they got, you know, uh, boxed up and shipped out to Italy might be going to Zamperla. Which, honestly, why would anybody put this outside of the realm of possibility? You know? 
It, um, I think it's possible. Well, it's not that Zamperla is going to actually do the limbs or the LSMs. It's the, you know, it's just um, they're just a subcontractor. Yeah, but imagine the amount of launch tires and how fast they'll have to spin. Like, I have a whole bunch of other questions. Like, what kind of launch is it going to be? Is it going to be the tires where it's one tire rolling at a vertical angle underneath the train propelling it? Like, like a station one? Or is it going to be the kind where it's like two little tires spinning at a horizontal angle propelling a fin on the train? <laughs> That's what's so wild, that Australian Intamin single rail with the tire drive. Yeah, so like, like, I mean, I guess, can it go up 420 feet? Why the hell not? (laughs) I mean, a tire only has to go, what, 124 miles per hour, theoretically? For for a second? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's like this. I'm sure like you could have like a couple Honda Civics like under the ride, just like spinning tires. (laughs) You know, there are going to be 16 fucking Teslas powering that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe, maybe that that should be really funny if like they just take those drive units from Teslas and just put them underneath the track. But it's, you know, Zamperilla doing it. So Zamperilla just buys 12 Teslas. Yeah, like set, them all to, set them all to lunatic mode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Dragster goes to tire launch, <laughs> that would be insane. What if it's a combination where it, like, does a lift backwards? <laughs> Like and then drops. Feet. Yeah, and then you hit the propulsion tire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they turn it into like a super jank like 80s shuttle coaster from Japan. <laughs> what like the Misho or whatever Miso co- I don't know how to say it. Is it Misho? Mishu, Misho, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Moonsault scramble. Just as like very like a 40 degree back spike. All tire driven. <laughs> I mean, and then it just lets go. No, actually, it doesn't let go. All the tires start rotating the other direction. <laughs> it's like, um, remember that coat, that coaster in Japan, the blue one that has like tire brakes. I think, like, in my head, I'm, like, visualizing vaguely, like, a TPR video. Yeah, it's called. it was called, like, Big Boom or something. Yes! Yeah. With the 90-degree drop. Yeah. And it's just, like, yeah, you go downhill, this, like, super long, drawn-out downhill, and it's just tires on the side, slowing the train down. Well, better than Mean Streak. <laughs> thing is uh, i guess sam perla did do a flywheel launch could that work for a 400 foot tower though <laughs> maybe two of them that's gonna be a big ass wheel <laughs> well let's see the steep those uh, motorbike coasters probably go what 55 miles per hour so double that at least yeah so if you just you just need two of those i don't think it works that way you could have two of those side by side. I you, guess side by side. Yeah, yeah, not like not like one after another, but like just yeah, two but side that, by side. But that would like wouldn't that theoretically like double its chances for downtime? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But they're coming from Cedar Fair's top thrill dragster, so they only have up to go as far as reliability. I guess I got lucky with that ride. I, how often was it really down? Because it seemed like it operated every time I was there. I mean, when I worked there, it was actually never down, really. It would be down for like a week at a time, once or twice a year. 
But um, yeah, like it actually was pretty consistent. I mean, that was one thing I remember like, like distinct, very vividly standing in challenge park. And you just always would hear dragster like go up the top hat. Cause it was, um, it was pretty close. I don't know if you can picture like standing by the old ripcord. I mean, you're pretty much under dragster still. Yeah, no, I know you're like not too far from like Magnum's lift hill or anything. So you're yeah. pretty close. You'd hear like, I felt like you heard it like once a minute. It was like a clock, you know? Yeah. Like some like as much shit as that ride takes for being down personally, I don't feel like I ever experienced it being super like down other than like the year it opened. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably until probably until like, I don't know, probably just before Maverick opened at that point, it ran consistently. Like it was kind of down 2004, 2005. It would have those random like month long downtimes. But right around 2006, 2007, after that, it was pretty consistent. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I don't think I ever really experienced any downtime of any severe nature, or memorable, memorable nature. Yeah. Even I like know. a, I mean, even a full queue when it ran at full capacity. Um, cause I remember being in the park with like my family, the year, one of the years I worked there and they wanted to ride dragster, but it had a full queue, but the full queue was like right up to, it was about an hour. Like it moved, it actually moved pretty quick. Um, that ride actually had pretty good capacity for what it was. Yeah, that double station, especially with the unload station, worked pretty well. Yeah. I'm also kind of wondering, like, can a little hill be put in on one of those tire launches? <laughs> like, a you know, the way that, like, all the swing launch coasters have now? Yeah. Could they do that with a tire launch? <laughs> It would be, it would kind of work like, um, remember, do you ever, do you ever remember riding River Rocker? Yes. And you could see the tires like change direction. Yeah. Be like that. Is that right? Still there? It is. Oh. Wouldn't ride it anymore. Why is that? Those fucking swinging ship rides just, they don't do it for me. Oh. They make me sick. Yeah. It's the opposite of doing it for me. I always just hated how it's kind of like the only time I actually want to ride it is on the very outside or like the very ends. <clears throat> but it's just hard to get that sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, because they don't like have you queue up like a coaster. It queues up so you just like fill in the ride. Which that would be a pretty good improvement for those types of rides, especially when they're permanently installed. Yeah, but I suppose you just get people blocking like the ends and just being kind of dumb about it. But yeah, the um, where do do you think they're going to rename Dragster? I think we talked about this. Wasn't that the last episode? Yeah. What did we talk? Pretty pretty sure my best answer was um, they retheme it to RuPaul's Drag Race. Insert uh, now to see that walk. Yeah, I mean the Christmas tree goes off and they just say sashay away and it launches. That'd work better on a mock coaster. Now sashay away. Five seconds, <laughs> eight seconds later, you're still only going like 30 miles an hour. You're like, oh, this is a launch, huh? Can you simulate what it would feel like to launch it as if it was going down a drop? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a nerd. 
We're all nerds. Okay. By the way, we're cre- we're creeping up on 1 a.m. and I am getting tired. So, do you want to try to real quick like dynamite round through some news on the rundown? Oh, oh well, yeah, the the pipeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a couple things worth talking about on there. I think the pipeline is going to be better than people expect. Everybody's shitting on it so hard. And um, just like how people shit on Dragster, it's kind of like um, easy to shit on, but I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's not going to be rough. It's not going to be super forceful. It's going to be totally fine for a stand-up coaster. I guess, but it also looks like a boring layout. No more boring than like um, Wild Eagle or um, Candemonium. I don't know. It'll depend on the airtime. I guess it depends on the airtime. But the can airtime- you even compare hypers to stand-up coasters, even though they're B&M? <clears throat> I don't know. The seats bounce on this. Look, I'm not trying to just outright shit on it, but I do think the layout looks boring and the seats bouncing is not a gimmick that really adds anything for me. I'm excited to try it. But I also think that, like, there's a reason stand-up coasters were a thing. Yeah, because they were rough as shit. And they were doing... I mean, that this was, like, old-school B&M shit. And they're like, yeah, let's make you stand up on this. Whereas their new layouts would be totally fine. Like, um, <clears throat> I mean, they haven't put out a stand-up coaster that wasn't either like intense and forceful or rough. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, guess um, you're right. I mean, iron wolf is a fucking intense ride and rough. It makes sense that you don't want st- to, it makes sense. You don't want to stand up on that. So this is going to be like, you know, when everyone complains about forceless, um, you know, super drawn out, smooth B and M's, that's the ride experience you want when you're standing up. And the whole, I, like, I guess I can the, agree with that. The whole, like, surfing motion is perfect for, like, a smooth, forceless coaster. I suppose that's taking a very gracious view, but I can give it to you. This might revitalize the stand up coaster. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let's get through some news. Bush Garden Tampa. Bush Gardens Tampa is gonna open Serengeti Flyer next year in 2023. Is this it's uh? A, it's a screaming swing. One of those big ones. Okay. I suppose it's better than the Straddle Coaster. Straddle Coaster. God, that's the worst name. World's first indoor straddle coaster. <laughs> you know, they just didn't want to call it a motorbike for legal reasons. Oh, God. Um, let's see. Meow Wolf's House of Eternal Return has opened three new portals for visitors to explore. <sighs> That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I need to get back down there. I went to I went to Meow Wolf like two weeks ago here. And I mean the Denver <clears throat> the Denver one is pretty cool, but it's also I don't know. Doing it four times now. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, like I've been to the Vegas one twice and the Santa Fe one once, but the two visits to Vegas were over a year apart. Oh, so I, I don't know about going so frequently. Yeah, I have no idea. But this past time though was pretty funny. Um, so after a night of doing whatever you know, 
typical stuff you do when you go to Meow Wolf. Um, we got dinner afterwards <clears throat> and we're walking back to the car and there is a, uh, a stoplight, like a traffic light. And I'm <laughs> this like cloud of smoke blows in front of the traffic light. <clears throat> and I was like, holy shit, what is that? It's like smoke. And then we turn a corner and then someone's like, why, where's the smoke coming from? We, we, there's just a guy standing there vaping, but like the way I set it up, like I just didn't respond. Um, it was just really funny. I'd embarrass somebody vaping. Of course. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I want to get back to, I, I definitely want to check out Denver. Uh, Denver's Meow Wolf. And I would love to get back to Santa Fe too. Yeah, the Santa Fe one is really cool. That one is, um, yeah, that one's really, I, I think like definitely after a while, just go to that one. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm really curious about what these n- new things are. I mean, it's just going to be Disney fied. Does Disney own Meow Wolf now? Um, there's like a few Disney execs on the Meow Wolf board right now. Oh, so it won't be long is what you're saying. Well, I think it's already happening. I mean, they're doing what? Dallas, Houston, Orlando. or Yeah. So that, that's exactly, that pretty much tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it'll still be pretty fun. Well, um, holy shit. Carowinds and King's Dominion have announced the beginning of their 2023 operations and they are shifting to year round, which is, I think, pretty acceptable for those parks considering where they're located. Yeah, I'm like really jealous as someone who mentioned earlier, my holiday event's now gone, so... But um, we've also heard that Carowinds will, in fact, be running Fury 325. Oh, for holiday in the park? Uh, yeah, Winterfest, yeah. Oh, oh God, <clears throat> nice. So that is <clears throat> awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. Awesome for anyone attending. I need to... It really makes me want to I need to, to re... I need to re-ride Fury. I need to re-ride Leviathan and Fury. It's been too long. <laughs> Same. I need to ride both of them. I haven't been on either one. Orion's the only B&M gig I've been on. Pretty good. Yeah, I think Orion's... I mean, Orion's fine. It's a good addition to the park. Um, It's just not very... I don't know. I just don't think it does anything that well. It's, it's like it's not really that forceful. It doesn't really have good airtime. There's a couple moments of good airtime. The speed hill. Yeah. Yeah, at least that one has a speed hill. That one and sort of seemed going into the brakes in the front row had some airtime too. Yeah. And the bunny hill, of course. The overbay or the, I don't even know what you call that thing because it's not a wave turn. The first, the first element. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's that same thing that Raging Bull does. Yeah. It's not a wave turn. It's just kind of there. Yeah. The one in Raging Bull is so, it's so slow. Unless that's like, do you think that one was intentionally supposed to be that slow? It might be like Millennium Forces Overbank, where it's designed to remove some speed. Yeah. Remember the old rumor that Raging Bull was supposed to have two bunny hills out towards the helix of Eagle? Like it was supposed to go over the service road. Really? I never heard that. 
And then the the finale was supposed to have all the buildings and stuff, the little houses. No, I don't think I ever heard that one. Yeah, so like that figure eight was supposed to go like through a little western town. So you'd basically like be diving through buildings, like western buildings and all that stuff. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, it sounds yeah. It's just a gravel, uh, just a gravel lot right now. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like expectation versus reality on like X flight with like the hangar. Oh my God. That was so sad. <laughs> the fucking hangar. It's just a piece of plywood. <laughs> Cause it was supposed to be a whole ass building. Yeah, I wonder when they made that decision. Yeah, why don't we turn this whole ass building into a goddamn fucking wall? Why don't we turn the whole building into what could have, uh, you know, passed for entering the station after the break run? Yeah. So, um, I just randomly watched a POV of Raging Bull. As we were talking about it. Yeah. I I gave that ride a lot of shit, but I have a new appreciation for it lately. That's because you don't live near it. Yeah, I know. But, like, the thing is, there's also, like, home park bias. (laughs) Well, sure, sure. But I'm just considering, like, I'm just saying, like, something unique. Like in the between the Six Flags and the Cedar Fair chain, like that's a pretty unique ride. It's got half-ass theming. It's too bad that sign they took down that sign. Yeah, that the old sign was pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Um, let's see what the fuck else is going on. Uh, the Orlando Freefall Drop Tower is going to be removed. <laughs> Not surprised. Yep. Uh, I honestly think the less said here, the better. Did that guy ever get prosecuted? I don't believe so, but I do believe it's still pending litigation. Okay. Well, hopefully. Yeah, agreed. Uh, On a happier note, uh, (laughs) slightly... Silver Dollar City's railroad suffered a derailment. Yeah, and this is like, this just happened, so I don't even know if we're supposed to make a joke about it or not, if you know what I mean. I'll leave it at this. I hope everyone's okay. Yeah, because it looked pretty insane. Yeah. Wasn't, it didn't look great from uh, what we had seen, so... I uh, hope everyone's all right. Well, I guess stay, stay stay safe if you're in Branson. There's a lot of things to look out for in Branson. Sure, definitely, <laughs> absolutely. Andy Williams. <laughs> uh, you know, Yakov Smirnoff is out there. Yep. <laughs> The world's largest Denny's, reportedly. Reportedly. Source being the waitress at that Denny's, but it was pretty damn big. Was it like 30% larger? You know how usually there's like two separate seating areas in a Denny's? Each separate seating area was the size of a full Denny's. So it was basically like a double Denny's. It was like a 2.5 times Denny's. Okay. So it's fucking huge. So according to, so this is according to Google, but Denny's, Denny's, Denny's is opening a massive flagship restaurant in Las Vegas. It's going to be, it's going to be the largest Denny's. Q. What the fuck is up, Denny's? 
That's a great video. Which, uh, speaking of that, there may very well be a uh, Your Favorite Coaster Sucks meetup at the 2023 edition of the When We Were Young Festival in Las Vegas. Stay tuned. But yeah, what the fuck is it's up, a nostalgia cra- It's a nostalgia cash grab, but I'm warming up to it. Yeah, but it's also going to be fun. You know, fun. That thing we used to do. <laughs> uh, we ran out of news. I'm tired as shit because it's past one in the morning here. I was just trying to pull up the what the fuck is up, Denny's. What's up? What's up? What the fuck is up, Denny's? Oh my god, dude. That reminds me of every like basement show I ever went to in high school. Yeah, that's uh it's pretty accurate. I've been having a thought about, you know, playing a DJ set for our meetup, and I'm thinking that I'm gonna have some fun and maybe I'm gonna go with the theme of emo night. Just don't bring us all down, sad girl. No, 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 none of that. We're going to go pop punk and high energy. But that's a little tidbit for all of you uh, attending the meetup to look forward to. An emo night set list from your boy. What the fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah, that's how I feel now as a fucking 33-year-old Wanting to go to a music festival with Blink-182 and Green Day. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Oh. We can go to the world's largest Denny's. Yes. And honestly... Get the with, moons over my hammy. With that fan base there, I'm pretty sure we could go, What the fuck is up, Denny's? And people would go, Woo! What's up? You have the, you have the like... The fuck is up, Denny's? You have, like, the restaurant worker just being like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's when you just got to leave a good tip. That's it. (laughs) But, uh, hey, uh, I'm getting sleepy as fuck. You got anything else? Not really. It's, uh, I got to book my flight for Dollywood. I don't know where I'm flying into yet. All right, well, let me know if it's, like, O'Hare or Midway. Yeah, I... Gonna try to get this close as possible, so um, I have to look at the map again. All right, well, also <laughs> let me know if it's like Louisville or Evansville or anything. Oh, right, yeah, okay. I suppose, yeah, if I get something on your route, then yep. it uh, then it works out. <clears throat> All the timing's good, but yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks a bunch for listening. It's good to be back. Thank you for weathering the break. We uh, insisted on taking. We're back now for now. (laughs) Now-ish. Yeah. Is what it is. But all right. Uh, Get off social media because it's bad. Just come join our Discord. Kanye is on social media. Yeah, none of him. But uh, come join our Discord. It's a fun time. Uh, I don't know. Patreon, thanks to all those folks. And thank you for listening to the show. Oh, I guess, you know what? Leave a voicemail. 3125RAW5LA. Do we have one to listen to? I think we might. I think we might. Let me check on that. Yeah, because I think after the What Would You Rathers from the last episode, um, I saw a post about checking voicemails. 
All right, here we go. We got a voicemail, so let's give it a listen. I haven't screened this, so oh my god. Tip for hey those guys, up. it's Eddie Hope New York again. I got cut off. I don't know if I was, if I was too long, but uh, I'll make. The, I'll just speed this up. So wait, wait. Yeah, sounds like more. he left too. So hold on. We'll we'll start with the first one. Here we go. Ben, Jack, what's going on, guys? This is John, but you guys know me as that a-hole from New York on the Discord. So, I'm just getting back from the uh, American Dream Mall. And, uh, yeah, I'll just go right for it. Um, first of all, getting in that mall fucking sucks. Just a little warning for anybody going. If you guys eventually go, well, Ben, you've been there, but, yeah, Parking there is fucking stupid, but um, whatever. I won't bitch about that. Um, so once we get in, we get in there. Um, the mall is. Ben, you were right. That 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 fucking mall is bizarre. So I we we walk in. It's pretty packed, but like nobody's talking. So it's fucking weird. Um, what you call it? It's playing on the speaker. I thought this was pretty eerie. Uh, um, thirty seconds to Mars. The fucking kill was playing on the loudspeaker, <laughs> which not a song you expect to hear at a mall, but whatever. Um, so I'll just uh, fast forward. Nickelodeon Universe. Um, let's see. I rode all the coasters there. I had my uh, two asshole friends with me. So I was flying street. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good, pretty tame. Um, Shredder was cool. And, um, so we rode, uh, Sandy's, excuse me, Sandy's Blasting Bronco. That thing was actually open and was pretty legit. Nice. I really have nothing bad to say about it. Pretty damn legit. Now, motherfucking shell razor. Okay. So my two friends pissed out for that one. Despite one of them literally went on I-305 with me two months prior, but... Yeah, fuck me, right? Um, but he pitched out on this ride. So we go up, you know, I get on it. I'm in the back row. And I have to say it, man, it's really, I didn't find it that bad. I really didn't find it that bad. I mean, maybe you just had a bad ride on it, Ben. I'm not saying you're wrong or being dramatic. It could have been a bad ride. But I was also in the back, to be fair. I didn't sit in the front. Uh, the launch was solid. Uh, all the inversions were great. The hang time, uh, was a little janky, but going up that, uh, the second part, that, uh, steep lift hill for that part. Uh, yeah, it's a little weird. That, that thing, that whole structure shakes. So you feel it going up and you feel it on top. And then, um, you know, going down, it's a little warning. There is a pothole at the bottom of the first that drop. Okay, then we got part two. So we'll really start that right now. Hey guys, it's that A-hole from New York again. I got cut off. I don't know if I was, if I was too long, but uh, I'll make. The, I'll just speed this up. So yeah, the second part wasn't that bad. There's a pothole at the bottom of the second drop for Shell Razor. Um, other than that, I mean, personally, I can't really. I didn't think it was that bad. Um. You know, if you gave me an option between that or Green Lantern at Great Adventure, then I would charge for Shellraiser because fuck Green Lantern. But uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, the mall is bizarre. Still a lot of stores not open, but I mean, it was pretty crowded. Um, Yeah, I mean, just at some point it was like empty and you see these kids, you see people, these kids riding these like little carts around. I mean, I don't know. A little eerie. A little eerie and bizarre. But, um, other than that, I did have more. I can't think of more at the time. But, uh, I mean, if definitely get out there. I mean, Zach, you haven't been there yet. I mean, brother, you gotta get out there. Check it out. I guess you can judge for yourself. But, um, yeah, you know, if you're in the area, I mean, I wouldn't skip it. They're not charging full admission price to get in anymore. Now you can just walk in. And uh paper ride. So it's probably smart on their move. But yeah, that's uh really it. It's really all I got. So um 
you know, again, long time listener, big fan of the podcast. You guys are awesome. And uh, yeah, look forward to meeting you guys on uh, future meetups. All right, gents, take care. All right, well, I got to say, first of all, thank you so much, Jonathan, for calling in and giving us that super detailed trip report. That was dope. Yeah, that, especially with the mall, because, like, um, that place is fascinating. I was going to uh, say, that that made me want to visit that mall. I've heard a yeah. lot of other stories to the and contrary. Also, yeah. And, and like with Shell Razor, I keep hearing that the back row is like totally different ride than the front. Um, so I wonder if that's it. It was, it was pretty bad when I wrote it. <laughs> like, I'm not exaggerating. That was pretty fucking bad. But it, <laughs> also the front row, you know. Well, he did mention a pothole yeah. in the first drop. <clears throat> which can be caused for a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Depending on how the restraints sit on you and stuff. Right. So, so yeah. And speaking of Gerslars, I actually wrote two weeks ago, I wrote um, Defiance at Glenwood Caverns. Yeah. How was that? It was pretty good. It was not Shellraiser. It was, um, <laughs> It was it was actually really fun, and uh, it's just super short, really short. Um, yeah, it looks short. Like it does, like lift hill, drop, two things, and then it's over. Also, the um, there's not really a whole lot of like um, interaction with the terrain, so it's like a really it's really nice view from the top, but I don't think it really adds too much to the ride. Makes sense. I mean, it kind of sucks, but... Yeah, I kind of wish they did something where, like, I don't know, maybe it would do, like, a first... Like, it would do a drop out of the station or something instead of a lift hill. Yeah, that would be, like, you know, $16 million. (laughs) (sighs) True. Constructing that thing on the terrain as it is probably already cost them like seven hundred and thirty-four million dollars. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's cool. It's a good ride. It looks it looks nice. It just looks very short, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fine for that park. For what that park is, it's fine. That makes sense. Like Glenwood Caverns is not some big theme park. Mm-hmm. It's like a oh my gosh, there's a theme park here when you're driving along the road in Colorado, right? Or like, oh, I heard this town is super touristy. Let's go on vacation there. So it makes sense that it's not going to be like the best roller coaster. But at the same time, as long as they've still got their fucking Alpine coaster open. I can't complain about that park. Yeah, their Alpine coaster was a lot of fun. I uh I don't know. I always had like a thing against the Alpine the newer Alpine coasters that have all the trims. But um that one was still a lot of fun. Yeah, that one I as I remember doesn't really trim you a whole lot until you start getting really near the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like if you're not if you're running it on no brakes, then it'll be pretty zippy. Yeah. So the um, I was gonna say the one I rode, I don't remember where this was. I was trying to look it up. Um, Jiminy Peak, I think it was in New Hampshire or something, or Massachusetts. That one doesn't have any trims, and it's so insane. That that's that, that's still my favorite one. Damn. And it's got bunny hills and stuff. Shit. Well, I want to get on some more. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting fucking sleepy poo over here. It's 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, it's late. <clears throat> so I'm I'm about ready to wrap it up. You good, Ben? 
yeah, let's uh, let's end it. All right, my good man. Uh, thanks a bunch for listening, and until next time, your your favorite favorite coaster sucks. Yeah, it does.